What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Vegan podcast, or welcome to the How to Vegan podcast if this is your first time tuning in. I'm so glad that you're listening today. It's been a hot minute since I've released an episode. I am typically working for a music fest that happens here in Boise during the third or fourth weekend or week in March. It's a five-day festival. And so pretty much all of February and March, I am focused on working for that festival. I do artist hospitality and I love it. So I'm really focused on that. And this would be the week that the festival would be happening typically. But with everything going on with coronavirus slash COVID-19, whatever you're calling it, we have obviously postponed the festival until September. So I have some extra free time that I normally don't have here at the end of March. So I've put together a little podcast episode for you and I am releasing it. So I am just so excited to be back. I didn't even realize how much I really missed doing these episodes for you. I know I love doing this podcast and it really just fulfills me in so many ways. And I know that so many of you enjoy it a lot as well and get so much from it, but I really didn't realize how much I missed it until I started doing some research and sitting down to record this episode. And I was just like, oh, I am so excited to do this. Like sometimes you just need to take a little bit of a break, even when you don't realize you need a little bit of a break to get you like excited and feeling creative and just stoked again. So I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be back. For those of you that don't know, I am pregnant. I'm in my second trimester. So this year in general is going to be a little bit touch and go as far as how regular these episodes are going to be coming out. Normally, I put out episodes every two weeks. I would love to do it more often, but with the research and editing and everything that goes into putting a podcast episode out, especially podcasts like the ones that I do, which are super, super information heavy, typically, I just... I can't make it happen as of now by myself every week. So I typically put out episodes every two weeks. And this year, it just might be a little bit up in the air. Um, It kind of depends on how I'm feeling. I feel great in my second trimester, but we'll kind of see as third trimester gets here. And then clearly, when little baby comes, we're not finding out the sex of the baby, by the way, for those of you wondering. By the time little baby comes, I'm definitely, for at least a little bit, not going to be recording any episodes. So just be aware that this year is a little bit touch and go with the regularity of the episodes, but I'm not going anywhere. I love doing this podcast so, so much. I love it. It's just my favorite thing in the world. I love it so much. So this podcast isn't going anywhere. It will be around for a long time as long as I, I mean, as far as I can see into the future, I'm not, this isn't going anywhere. So just wanted to give you a little update for those of you that haven't listened to any of the more recent episodes where I chat about the whole music festival thing, why I've taken a little bit of a break and the whole pregnancy thing. And just the fact that the podcast is just a little bit, might not be as regular as usual. And that is why. And I hope you guys are all staying super healthy and safe and staying at home during this coronavirus pandemic that is just sweeping the entire world, the entire globe has been taken over. And it's really scary times right now. We really don't know what's going on and how severe this is going to be. It's already pretty intense in a lot of places in the world. And I'm really hoping that things will kind of settle down shortly, but who knows? So just please 
get your information from credible sources, the CDC, the World Health Organization, and just please stay home. Don't go out in large groups. Just do your part to help not only keep yourself safe, but to keep people at risk, including pregnant women like myself, elderly people, people with compromised immune systems, people that can't protect themselves. Just please just stay safe. Keep a large distance between you and other people and just be smart. And remember that it's not just about yourself and that everybody needs everybody to come together right now and just do what's right for the greater good of humanity. It will pass. This isn't going to last forever. And you have my podcast to listen to. (laughs) So if a lot of people, I mean, you're staying at home, there's going to be things that need to be done um, that don't include going out to eat or going out and hanging out with your friends. So podcasts, YouTube videos, things like that are just a really great way to kind of stay stay active and engaged in learning without putting yourself in harm's way. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. If there's episodes that you haven't listened to, feel free to scroll through. Um, They're pretty set up so that you can kind of, you know, they're not in any particular order. So find an episode that you haven't listened to and yeah, work your way through them if you're interested. Okay, so that's a little bit longer of like an intro or a life update than I would normally do. But since it's been a while since I've released a podcast episode, and there is a lot going on in the world right now, and in my life right now, I just wanted to kind of get you all caught up and and all of that stuff. So for those of you that hate my long intros, that's just what's happening this time. And yeah, not gonna be sorry about it. Okay, so about today's episode. It's going to be all about the may contain eggs, may contain milk issue that a lot of new vegans and people who have been vegan for a long time are needing some clarity about. I've had some people ask recently like, hey, can you do a podcast episode on this? I feel like I know the answer, but I just maybe don't know. So if you could just dive in and do the epic research that you do and let me know your opinion on it and what really what this really means, that would be awesome. So this is the episode for that. So before we dive into the information for today's episode, I just want to take a quick little minute to say thank you to today's sponsor, Holier. They are a new vegan wellness brand focused on creating nutrition products specifically tailored to the plant-based lifestyle. They're amazing. I use their multivitamins for vegans and oh my God, they have been so life-changing. Everything that you need is just in two little capsules that you take every day. And they're made, like I said, specifically for people who are vegetarian or vegan or eating a plant-based diet. And they are absolutely amazing. I have felt so good since switching over from my multitude of vitamins and supplements to just taking two of these a day. So to create the multi for vegans, Holier collaborated with nutritionists and doctors, and they combed through hundreds of clinical studies on vegan and vegetarian populations. And the research led to the eight vitamins and minerals that you find in the new multi for vegans. And those are omega-3, vitamin B12, iron, vitamin D3, zinc, iodine, vitamin K2, and magnesium. So if you've been doing any research on the supplements that you need to take as a vegan, then you'll know that you're going to be taken care of. They have everything you need in here. One of my favorite things about the multi for vegans is that the nutrients are combined in a no nausea delayed release capsule. So you can take your dose at any time of the day 
even on an empty stomach where before some of the multis that I've taken in the past have made me so nauseous if I forget to eat them with food, like, oh, I forgot to take this and it's been a while since I've eaten or haven't eaten yet. I would get so nauseous. These do not do that at all. It's amazing. I absolutely love them. If you're looking for a multivitamin, then definitely try out Holier. So if you're interested in trying them out, they have been so kind to give me a discount code for my listeners. And when you click on the link in the description of the podcast, then you will get 25% off of your very first purchase. And so when you use that link, it's just a pre-applied discount. So it'll just apply your discount to your purchase. When you go to check out, it'll already be applied. So again, just click on the link in the description and you will get 25% off of your first purchase. If you are loving this podcast and haven't left a review on Apple Podcasts, please go do that. It would mean the world to me. The more reviews that are left, the more ratings that are left, the more people see this podcast. So it's so helpful when people leave reviews and ratings on the Apple Podcast app. So thank you so much to those of you who have done that. And if you haven't done that yet, please just hit pause on whatever podcast listening platform you're on. Go on over to Apple Podcasts, search How to Vegan, find the podcast and just leave a nice little review. I would love it so very much. And if you find this podcast episode helpful, take a screenshot of the podcast on your phone and share it to your Instagram stories so that more and more people know about the podcast and know that you're finding it helpful. And just make sure you tag me, my personal account, which is kristen.pound, K-R-I-S-T-E-N dot pound, as well as the podcast account, which is just at How to Vegan Podcast. And if you're not following me, follow both of those. I love to stay connected with you guys on Instagram. Alrighty, now let's get into to today's topic may contain milk slash eggs question mark like what the hell does this mean it's so confusing but i'm here to clear it up for you so whether you're a brand new or aspiring vegan or you've been vegan for years then this has probably happened to you you're walking along in the grocery store do to do let's see i love this dark chocolate like oh i'm gonna flip it over and see if it's free from animal ingredients. And you're like, oh, it totally doesn't have anything in it except for one thing. The label says may contain milk or may contain traces of milk or processed in a facility that manufactures milk. Other variations include made on shared equipment with milk and made in a factory that also handles milk. So maybe you've seen that on some sort of packaging and you're like, well, what the hell does that mean? Does Is it vegan then? Is it not? Especially if you're a brand new vegan, you're probably like, so this isn't vegan. It says it may contain milk. So you're probably going to put it back and try to find something that doesn't say that. This can be totally confusing and it's understandable because that is confusing as shit. And it's not only on things like chocolate bars. It can be on so many things, things that you would never even think has milk or dairy or eggs or fish, anything like that. And you're like, so why does this say that it may contain eggs. Like this doesn't seem like it would contain eggs or it might seem like it would contain eggs. And you're like, well, does this or does this not? It's totally confusing. And like I said, it's understandable. That's why I'm doing a podcast episode about it because I want to clear this up for you. So these warnings do not mean that milk was added as an ingredient, which is why you don't see it in the actual ingredients list. But they mean that the product may have come into contact with a small amount 
of said ingredient. Many manufacturers use one facility to make multiple products. So that chocolate bar could have been made on shared equipment with a non-vegan product or something that actually does contain milk. And it's not just that it might have been made on shared equipment, but the milk or whatever it could be in that product could also possibly come from the worker's gloves or from being stored in the same building as a non-vegan product. And even though they might be completely cleaning and sanitizing their machines or their buildings, small traces of milk or eggs or fish might be enough to spark an allergic reaction in certain people. So this label is really intended for people with severe allergies, where even like the tiniest amount of cross-contamination with an allergen, aka milk or eggs, could cause them to have a super, super bad allergic reaction. So sometimes companies that don't even use these ingredients at all, like at all, don't use them at all, like maybe they're a completely vegan company and they don't even use milk, they might add the may contain milk or may contain X ingredients to the package to cover their asses if someone were to have a really bad reaction to the product they're consuming made by that company. Okay, so here's an example for you. So the same machine in a processing facility may produce milk chocolate covered peanuts as well as dark chocolate covered peanuts. So that's, let's say that's what they produce is chocolate covered peanuts. One of them milk chocolate, the other one dark chocolate. And the dark chocolate ones are completely vegan. And although the machine will be washed in between uses, like completely cleaned, completely sanitized, there is still a chance that some milk material from the milk chocolate could find its way into the dark chocolate covered peanuts. And we're talking like a really, 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 really small amount. Or a facility may use two completely separate machines to make their milk chocolate covered peanuts as well as their dark chocolate covered peanuts. But there still is some chance that the milk material could come in contact with the dark chocolate covered peanuts. So the label may contain milk or may contain eggs usually means that it's either produced in a facility also handling blank or it's produced on equipment also handling blank. So lots of vegan products with the may contain milk, eggs, or fish labels are highly unlikely to contain any of those things at all. So I personally do not avoid foods that contain only vegan ingredients but could be contaminated or could have come across some type of non-vegan allergen. Again, it's really for people with severe allergies to make sure that if for some reason, some little speck of milk or eggs or fish came in contact with something else in the facility, they can't get like completely sued and be shut down because that can happen. People with severe allergies have severe allergies and some people can die from this stuff. Like if they're so allergic to something like that, they can die from this stuff. I personally have a friend who had a friend that this happened to. They were super allergic to something and came in contact somehow with that product inadvertently and 
ultimately passed away because of it. So this is so serious for businesses to cover their asses. That's again why even if they don't have milk in their facility at all, you might even still see that on the bottom of the package may contain milk, even though there's no possible way they could. But maybe a worker had cereal for breakfast with milk and some, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just covering their asses just to be careful. Or maybe they do make stuff that does have milk or eggs and possibly it is cross-contaminated, even though they are so strict in these factories that they will do anything they can to make sure that that is not coming in contact with the things that are vegan. So vegan products with the may contain milk, eggs, or fish label are just so highly unlikely to contain any of those things at all. And you're not supporting the dairy industry when you eat something that says it may contain milk. Like it's not in the actual ingredient list at all. It's just a warning pretty much for people with allergies to to be careful, to be aware that this could possibly have that in it. So if it's severe enough of an allergy, then maybe pick something else. So you're not, again, you're not supporting the dairy industry when you when you eat something that says that. To me, it's similar to the whole cooking your vegan burger on the like grill top that non-vegan burgers were cooked on. I know a lot of people are just like, I don't want to do that. It's been touching other non-vegan products and that just isn't cool with me. And if that's how you feel, that's totally okay. That is totally your decision. But for me, I'm vegan for the animals and I know that that's not creating any more demand for animal products to be made. It's just may have touched some some non-vegan product or ingredient. And as long as it's not enough to make me feel sick, then I it doesn't bother me. Again, that is your decision. But it's kind of along those same lines as that. Like I know a lot of people that you're not vegan if you do that, if you eat things that have touched non-vegan ingredients and that's not... I don't feel that way, at least for myself, because it's not creating demand for these non-vegan products. And that's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother episode. If you guys want me to to do a full episode on that, I could go on for a while about it because there's several other reasons why I choose to not ask for my stuff to be cooked separately, unless it's like they ask or unless it seems like they have a vegan area. Um, it kind of depends. So if you guys want an episode on that, let me know. But it's kind of similar to that whole issue um, for me. You're not supporting the dairy industry when you eat something that says that it may contain milk. You're not supporting the egg industry when you're eating something that says may contain egg. Just be aware of that. You don't need to feel super upset if you see that at the bottom of the label. It's, it's for people pretty much who have really bad allergies. So if you do have a severe allergy to things like milk and eggs, then just keep that in mind. That cross-contamination could have been possible and that maybe you do want to steer clear and not eat something like that. Totally up to you. But for the majority of vegans, this little phrase that I saw when I was doing some research for this is may is okay. So may contain, you know, blah, blah, blah. May is okay. So if that helps you remember then maybe that'll be helpful for you. So products that actually do contain allergens like egg, fish, milk, shellfish will have the ingredient featured in bold print. So if it's actually in the list of ingredients, it has to be in bold either at the beginning of the ingredient list or at the end of ingredients. And it will say contains milk contains egg. And you guys have probably seen this. So this is different from the may contain. This means it's actually in the ingredient list. And I don't eat anything that says that. So if it says may, t- may contain milk or may contain egg or both, 
No, that means it's in the ingredient list and steer clear of that if you're wanting to eat a vegan or plant-based diet. And the reason that is there, at least in the United States, is because disclosing allergens has been a requirement since early 2006 when the FDA or the Food and Drug Administration passed the Food Allergen and Consumer Protection Act. And so this being listed in bold like that, either at the beginning of the ingredient list or at the end, applies to the top eight allergens, which are fish, shellfish, wheat, soy, peanuts, tree nuts, milk, and eggs. So if it contains one of those ingredients, they have to have it in bold saying contains blank, contains one of those things. So if you've looked at ingredient lists before, then you've definitely seen that because a lot of stuff contains soy, wheat, peanuts, milk, eggs, all of that stuff. But may contain is a different story. The may contain labeling is not actually required by law. It's completely voluntary. So if something may have come in contact with something, they don't have to put it, but you might as well. I mean, a lot of companies, like I said, are still adding this may contain traces of or may have been produced or was produced in the same facility as something that contains milk or eggs. They might put that warning on there for legal reasons, just in case somebody has an allergic reaction, but it's not required by law to be on there. It's not restricted. It's not It's not regulated. So be aware that if it's in bold and says it contains it, then it contains it. If it has the may contain label, then it might have come in contact in some teeny small amount. So are these products considered vegan? Do vegans eat these products that say may contain milk, may contain eggs? Well, the definition of veganism is a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as possible and practical all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, and any other purpose. So technically, if you buy a product that says may contain traces of milk, there's a chance that you might be eating a teeny little amount of an animal product. But keep in mind that amount is so small. Some vegans might choose to avoid these or argue that one should spend their money on 100% vegan brands instead. But for others, eating these products is still completely in line with their ethics. As the non-vegan materials in may contain products are there accidentally, purchasing them is not increasing the demand for animal-based food and therefore they're vegan. But it all boils down to personal preference. You guys know that I'm all about that on this podcast. I just want to give you guys the information and then you make your decisions based on the information and the research that I've done. So if you're like, oh, fuck no, if it may contain milk, that does not make me feel comfortable. I am completely steering clear of anything like that. Then that is totally up to you. And I support that. If you're like, well, I totally get it. And I don't, if it's not increasing demand and it could possibly not even be there anyway, anyway, then I still want to consume it. Then that is totally up to you. And I respect that as well. There are a few conversations that many vegans are split on, like avoiding the impossible burger, which by the way, I have a podcast episode about that. Some vegans do not want to eat the impossible burger. I'm not going to go into it. So if you want to listen to that episode, it is a really, 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 really good episode. It's one of my favorite that I've put out. So some vegans avoid the impossible burger. Some vegans don't or... Another issue, another conversation that a lot of vegans are split on is buying from plant-based brands owned by non-vegan companies. That's another, you know, people are like, well, this non-vegan company owns this plant-based brand, 
but that means I'm supporting this non-vegan company. So some people do it, some people buy that stuff, some people don't feel comfortable doing that. So not everything is completely black and white. That is life. Sometimes it's just not black and white. So buy it or don't buy it, but it's technically vegan. So if it says may contain, it's technically vegan, but again, do what feels right for you. So that's it for today's episode. I think this might have been one of the shortest episodes I've done, but it's a topic that I really thought was important to cover and it might be refreshing to not have to listen to me talk for like over an hour. If you have any questions for me, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. Again, my personal account is kristen.pound or you can find the podcast account, which is at how to vegan podcast. Make sure you're following me on both. I love posting on my Instagram stories. So if you're interested in following me personally or what I'm doing day to day, pictures of my cute ass cat, monkey, then um, come follow me. I would love to stay connected with you guys there. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast listening platform and turn on your auto downloads for this podcast. So you'll be able to listen to the new episodes no matter where you are, whether you have service or not, and you don't have to use your precious data if you don't want to. And if you're loving the podcast, please head on over to iTunes or to the Apple podcast app and leave a rating or review. Like I said, it is just so helpful for the podcast. And I'm so, so, so grateful to those of you who have left a review. Don't forget to share this episode with any of your friends or family members who might be interested in this information that I've put together for you today. Go ahead, share that vegan love. It feels so good. And that ripple effect is so real. For the full show notes, including links to everything that I mentioned in this episode, click on the link in the description of today's episode, or you can just head straight there by typing in kristenpound.com forward slash podcast. If you have any ideas for an episode, please let me know. I've got quite a long list of episodes that I'm so stoked to get done for you. But if you have an idea and I don't have it on my list, I will totally pop it on the list for you. And like I said, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram with any questions you might have for me. I love sending little voice message responses. I just think it's such a fun way to answer your questions, stay in touch. And yeah, I just love Instagram. So make sure you're following me on there. And yeah, any questions you have, feel free to reach out. I'm totally here for you. And don't forget to try out Holier. Their multi for vegans is the best. I'm so stoked that all I have to do is take two capsules a day and I'm getting everything that I need. So if you're interested, click the link in the show notes, go shopping around, find what you'd like, and you'll get 25% off of your first purchase. So thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you are enjoying or at least getting through your social distancing, your self-isolation. I hope you're staying engaged and healthy and exercising in some way and continue continuing to further education. This is a really good time to read books and listen to podcasts and just soak in all of the knowledge. If you have extra time, it's a really good time to do that. So I hope you are staying sane in these kind of crazy times. They really are. It's, it's really different. It's really unexpected. And I never thought I would live through anything like this. So I bet you are feeling some sort of similar way. So I hope this podcast was with something to kind of give you an extra little bit of time to learn something new. So thanks again for tuning in and I will just catch you guys in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Peace.